Blog Talk Radio. Texas on Saturday, December the 9th, and welcome to our weekend uh, podcast, our Saturday podcast, when we like to go back and and look back at some of the some of the interviews that we did during the week. And uh, this week we're going to do that with our with our friend uh, Bill Katz, the editor of Urgent Agenda. We'll get to that in just a in just a minute. But obviously, the big story in the country continues to be the the Hunter Biden indictment and. The connection to President Biden, that's really the key to this. If this is only about Hunter Biden, then this is not really much of a story. It's going to go away eventually or settle however it gets settled. But if President Biden benefited in any way from this economic relationships or some of these uh, monies that he made, uh, then, you know, we could see a big problem there. Again, I don't want to jump to conclusions on these things because they're complicated. And I think we got we got to give time for the facts to come out. But I think that's the big story here. Is there a connection to President Biden and all of these monies that uh, Hunter Biden was making? There's also I mean, there's all kinds of stories out there about, uh, uh, you know, checks that went to Joe Biden. All that kind of stuff has to be proven and it has to be proven in a court of law. So let's give this a little bit of time. Let's not jump to conclusions yet. My gut feeling is that at the very least, uh, Joe Biden, President Biden, had to know that his son was making a lot of money and earning a lot of money, and he had to know that. Now, whether he was in business with him, the president denies it. Uh, Again, it's just I'm not ready to say yes or no, and that's why I think all of this needs to go needs to go a little bit uh, further. Of course, the other big speculation is, why is this coming out now? The timing of this is very important, too. Some people out there are saying that this is because they want to get rid of Joe Biden. They want, if not get rid of him, literally resigning or anything like that. But they want to send a message uh, to Joe Biden that re-election is a bad idea. That's another story out there. Again, that's all speculation, but it makes a little sense to me because Hunter Biden, I mean, Joe Biden, President Joe Biden has become such a liability for the Democrats. I mean, look at uh, look at just the migrant situation. You now have the governor of Arizona demanding a refund from the federal government for all the money they're spending on the border. You have the mayor of New York. We all know about him. You know, the mayor of Chicago and what's happening there locally. So the whole thing is crazy with respect to the border. And the Biden administration doesn't have any interest, it seems like, or any attitude to try to at least correct the problem. I mean, as, as I've said before, the step number one is you got to close the border for about a year. You simply have to say no more asylums. 
for a year. We got to take care of what we already have in here and then process the people who are here. Let's process that. And then we can keep adding more, more people. But uh, this week there were like 10,000 people coming in in one day. Well, that's just crazy. That is absolutely crazy. There's no way that we can handle numbers like that coming in. Uh, it's just crazy. It's just absolutely crazy. So what a, what a negative the border policy, the Biden border policy has become for the Democrats, just absolutely a negative situation. You know, last week, last week, uh, Dr. Henry Kissinger passed away. He was 100 years old, and he was a very controversial fellow. I mean, it, you mentioned Dr. Kissinger, Dr. Henry Kissinger, and people have a reaction. People have a reaction. And that's, you know, that's normal. He was a man in the middle of a lot of controversial things like Vietnam, uh, you know, the opening of China. So all of these things that he was involved in, obviously people have strong opinions about. They also have strong opinions of Dr. Kissinger in other countries. Like down in Argentina, for example, they're very critical of his support of some of the right-wing governments in the, in the middle 70s. So you mentioned Dr. Henry Kissinger and you get a reaction one way or the other. You don't get a neutral reaction. You get a reaction one way or the other. So this week, we chatted with our friend uh, Bill Katz, the editor of Urgent Agenda, and we talked a little bit about uh, Henry Kissinger, former Secretary of State, uh, Dr. Henry Kissinger. We chatted with him a little bit about all of this, and we're going to hear that interview right after we take a little break. Hi, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Monday, December the 4th. As we like to do on Mondays, we'll be chatting with our friend uh, Bill Katz, the editor of Urgent Agenda. Hello, Bill. Welcome. It's always great to have you. Pleasure to be here, Silvio. Uh, well, we have a lot to talk about, a lot happening in the world, much more than usually happens during the holiday season. That's correct. Uh, but, Bill, let me ask you a question. My mother used to say uh, that... Time would fly after I graduated from school and had responsibilities to do, you know, work and all of that. Uh, I have never seen a year go by faster than 2023. Am I the only one who thinks that the clock uh, is running a little too fast, Bill? Uh, I, I think one of the reasons is that as we get older, each year seems shorter. Now, I, I once read that and uh, I, I, I don't recall the exact logic of it, but apparently it has to do with the fact that uh, a year uh, now is a much shorter part of your life than a year 20 years ago. And no, you're probably that's, that's a pretty good explanation, because I'm thinking of my grandson, Lincoln, who's three and a half. For him, a year is a long time, you know, most of and, his life, well, almost well, a good part of his life. Sure. 
a third of his life is one year. Uh, for me, it's a little a little less than or a little more than that, I guess. But uh, it's just fascinating. I just think this year has just gone by so fast to to imagine that we're a year away from an election. Actually, shorter than that. A year from today, we'll know who the new president is. I hope so. That's, and hope so it just too. seems like we were just fighting about the last election. So, you know, amazing how that goes. Let me begin by bringing up the name of Henry Kissinger, who passed away 100 years old, which is pretty amazing. If you live to 100, that's pretty amazing. Um, I remember him as the national security advisor for President Nixon. They say that he was behind the trip to China and ending the Vietnam War. And, and then he continued with President Ford. But I thought it was pretty much over by that. I, I don't remember him much here recently, but a lot of people are angry with Henry Kissinger from some of the comments that I see in the notes and all of that, Bill. Yes, well, he has always had a mixed reputation because remember that he came from the academic world. He was a professor at Harvard. The academic world is left-wing. He joined the Nixon administration. I mean, Nixon... Uh, to the academic world was despised. I mean, and and to the, and to the general liberal class that tends to run American society, he was called Tricky Dick. Uh, associating with him was like associating with the devil. And here he was both Nixon's national security advisor and later Secretary of State. And he hold uh, he held at uh, one point both jobs at the same time. Uh, so he was closely associated in the public mind. And the academic mind with Richard Nixon. Uh, he um, also had this kind of uh, uh, quality about him, a mystique that he was involved in something devious. He had that very deep German accent, and of course, uh, to, to the American uh, imagination, that deep accent must mean he was doing something very secret. You see, and. Uh, he didn't do anything to discourage that. I mean, yeah. he kind of celebrated his power uh, and his influence. Uh, I, he, he has been active since leaving the uh, officialdom of Washington uh, in writing books. He has had a firm, uh, Kissinger and Associates, which advised international business. That didn't help his reputation very much on the academic left. But um, I think there are good things to say about him, bad things to say about him. His career was so long that you're going to get some of both. That's right. Well, 50 years. I mean, that, you know, when you think about that, he was Secretary of State 50 years ago. Sure. I wonder how many people you know, even talk about who, whoever was the Secretary of State 50 years before. I mean, that's just not something that, that we talk about too much. He did uh, – I, oh, by the way, you mentioned the, he had a, a personality – didn't he hang around with all these pretty women for a oh, while? Oh yes, oh very much so. He was he was considered very much the man about town. Right. And he once said that power is the greatest aphrodisiac. Uh, this was when he was dating, I believe, uh, Jill St. John. Or yes, he he dated a lot of uh, very attractive women from Hollywood. They found him attractive, uh, and um, so he he had a a, a, a reputation that was affected by his own affectations about being kind of a celebrity and a star. I would think that if, if you're dating Henry Kissinger, you're going to go to some pretty good parties. Oh, yes. Uh, that, that, you know, I'm not saying that was the only attraction, but if you're a woman and you're dating the Secretary of State, well, you're going to get to go to some pretty good receptions, Bill. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I only saw him twice in person. 
and he was very uh, formidable in, in person and very friendly to people. He he would take uh, uh, you know engagements around the New York area to speak at uh, organization meetings, often uh, rather small meetings. I mean, it didn't have to be a big meeting. And uh, he was he was the same Henry Kissinger. Mm-hmm. Uh, always had something important to say, whether you agreed with it or not. At least he did the job. Right. And uh, it was also a big Yankee fan. I didn't know that. Yes, very much associated with the Yankees. Yeah, he was always at a lot of games from what I hear. And one, I guess one of his very last interviews uh, that he did, he was somebody from Europe was interviewing him, and he went to make the point they asked him about what was going on in Europe with the migrants. And I'm paraphrasing him, but he said something like, it's a big mistake to bring people into your country who don't share your values or your culture. That's right. That eventually that will, will blow up. And my goodness, uh, look at what's happening in Ireland right now. Yes. And, and look what's happening in, in many European places. So, many. Look at, the, look at the Netherlands and uh, uh, countries that we associate with liberalism are turning against the migrant situation because the migrants they chose to bring in uh, were very far from European values. Very far. That's right. That's right. So, so Henry Kissinger, it's always good to see somebody live to 100. I've always, you know, not that many people get to live that long. And so he must have been in pretty good health. He must have uh, been, and, he, and yeah. he never he never looked healthy. He was always very much overweight, right. and uh, but we've had uh, a, a number of people recently who died who lived, lived to a hundred. There was a very well known Hitchcock actor named Norman Lloyd, That's who right. uh, was in the audience once when I gave a talk at the New York Public Library. Magnificent voice, just a magnificent voice. Died at a hundred and six. Wow. That is, uh, well, Mrs. Carter was, what, 98, 96, something um, yes. like that, when she died. And, in fact, uh, President Carter, if he makes it to next April, we hope he does, would be 100. Yes. He makes it, which means I would think that's the only uh, ex-president who has ever lived to 100, I would think. I don't think there have been any, you know, yeah, uh, I mean, up, up to now. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think so. But, anyway, um, Henry Kissinger. And you said his real name was? Heinz. Okay. Heinz. Heinz he came Kissinger, from, you mean? He, uh, yes. Uh, he, he came from Germany, and there was an incident involving a, uh, a crowd of people who were waiting to see him, or, to, cause they, or they understood he was going by, and somebody in the crowd shouted, Heinz! And he had a very negative look on his face. He wanted to be accepted as a full American. Uh, he never uh, mentioned his religion. Uh, uh, he was one of the European Jews who got out and was able to get out before Hitler imposed the Holocaust. So his family survived. I believe he went to City College of New York, uh, was recognized very early in life as an academic star. Uh, And uh, in fact, when I went to the University of Chicago, he was listed as an incoming assistant professor, but he never never took the job. Wow. never, Never came to Chicago. Well, if he wanted to to integrate into the United States, he picked a good baseball team to do it, the Yankees, you know. That's a, that's an easy way to to become uh, very American. That's he, well, he, the, he I think he said something to that effect that really? he he always associated the Yankees with his coming to America. And he went to games and uh he uh was invited to functions 
Uh, but the Yankees, yes, they made a very, very uh, tasteful statement on on his death about how much he meant to, uh, to the New York Yankees. But yes, he was uh, a big Yankee fan. That's right. That's right. So rest in peace, uh, Mr. Henry Kissinger. Uh, great life, to say the least. Um, Well, that was our chat with uh, with uh, our friend uh, Bill Katz, the editor of Urgent Agenda, talking and remembering the life and times of Dr. Henry Kissinger, who was Secretary of State under President Nixon and under President Ford. He was also uh, National Security Advisor, I believe, under President uh, Nixon, and very much, very much involved in, in some of the big decisions of that uh, that time, you know, Vietnam opening to China and uh, other things that uh, that were part of the, the foreign policy of those days. So that's uh, but again, controversial in some corners because of his uh, I guess you're going to be controversial if you're the the president uh, of the United States. I, I mean, not the president, but the secretary of state at a time when there were many tough issues on. On the table, you're going to be controversial. I think that's just uh, that's just uh, uh, the way it is. Well, thank you very much for uh, spending a few minutes with us this Saturday, and uh, we'll get back to uh, the current events. We'll talk about Texas uh, the next time with our friend George Rodriguez, probably on Sunday night. Uh, although we, we got to get that one done before the big game between the Philadelphia and Dallas, so we'll see how we work that out. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas.